0: The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. to keep and you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the general. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., insurance agency. Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Hey, how you doing, guys? This is Jim. Oh, let me turn this down. This is Jim, the Keys bartender, coming to you from Key Largo. Yeah, I didn't do too many episodes last week. I guess I had a lot on my mind. No, I guess you wouldn't know that either way. I, as you would know, I if you are a listener, I am heading to Poland in two days, and I was just getting things ready, having you know having someone stay over my house to watch the dog and. Do all sorts of things. And make sure I was covered at work. Make sure the plants aren't going to die. Mow the lawn. Make sure, you know, all that stuff. Make sure you have your passport ready. I got it sitting. You have passport, ticket. Any of the important things you need to uh, have. But I'll tell you what I really had to address to get these things done and it was my procrastination. I mean, I can fucking wait to the last minute, the very last minute to um, get ready. I mean, that's, it's always been kind of like that. I, I can really waste that and then, then it feeds to this weird anxiety loop I get. And I said, oh, I got to get this done. And this morning I got up and I just did these things. Went and did this a row. You know, things that, you know, just mothers do every day to get their kids. They're just things they have to do. And I, had, for some reason, I always had a difficult time taking care of the things I have to take care of. Stupid, you know. I could just go and do it, you know. That's all I have to do. Well, as I know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, uh, my preparations, because I'm sure you travel, and you know how to do that. The weird thing is, because of the size restrictions for your, like, shampoo and toothpaste, you always have to, you have to use travel size. So I have to go in looking for shaving cream, and there's a section in the drugstore that sells all these travel things. And they sell, they have a bigger section. I had a pretty good section at the drugstore in Key Largo because we're a tourist town. A lot of tourists come in. So they got a lot of these you know, they got a nice section of it. And I went and looked there and it had everything, everything, except for a little the little shaving cream can. I don't know what the rules is, you're not supposed to bring liquid on the on the plane with you, so I mean everything has to be three ounces not that you can't you can get a bunch of three ounce bottles and put a bunch of other things in there right so i'm sure that's what people are doing that's why we have it's weird whenever you're ready to do something there's always something that's in front of you and right now it's this blossoming of covid Uh, my, my neighbor who who was not a big believer that covid was a bad thing is saying that it's busy again because um, he has connections in the hospital on the mainland. It says they're crowded and their wards are, you know, their their ICU wards are getting filled up again and things like that. From what I understand, it's with people that have not been vaccinated. I'm not saying that they don't matter, but not getting vaccinated a lot of times, many a times, is a choice. And when they make that... Choice... And they got to live with the consequences, right? So... We got that. And... It's exploding all over the place. It's just amazing. The, that... These places... Realize that... You could... I'm going to try to lay this out... Logically. When things happen first started happening in in the United States. Let's say March. Things started moving around rapidly and everyone started going for the shutdown and things like that. And We were masking up and closing down restaurants and things like that. And then we didn't see, at least down here, we didn't see a big explosion of it until we started opening up again. That's when we saw the big infections. The spread. Right? It was a couple months of right at that i mean it was christ we we open in may of last year and it was almost six months later where we hit our peak in the united states and now now here we are internationally there's the tokyo olympics Japan and Asian countries really handled the spread by doing things that other people wouldn't do, like have everyone wear a mask. There you go, everyone wore a mask. Uh, they, you know, obviously there was a couple of people that didn't, but they had a very low infection uh, spread there, and I guess because they did, they didn't get, they didn't have a big push for the. Vaccine like we did in the United States because it was spreading so fast here. One of the largest countries, we, India, and Brazil. So Japan and all these other countries, they didn't feel as eager because they had pretty strict quarantine rules on people coming into their country or whether they could come in their country at all and how they'd have to get tested and then quarantine. And the testing regimen was very good. And the... I guess it's health hygiene when it comes to that, like the the mask and things like that, you know, all all that. And in Japan, South Korea, you, you didn't hear big things like that. Now in India, you did, because they. I'm sorry to say that India, I know you're listening, but and we're United States was right there with you and still there with you probably. I mean India, I think they probably don't have a huge anti-vax vaccination movement in India. Third world countries really don't quibble about pandemics and things like that. I'm not calling India's a, a developing country, not a third world country, but if you go to Africa, there's some people may not get it for religious reasons and things like that but they've seen enough uh, viral outbreaks in these countries to know if they're something that can help them from getting sick they're gonna get it and I'm seeing it a lot now people that were made light of this pandemic, they got a second one. Now we got a second one. Now it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Right? And Tokyo's dealing with that since they were so strict in doing those things. But now they have the Olympics. And they have all these people coming in. Pouring in. Just the athletes. Just the athletes. Imagine if there were guests. They didn't have any... You know, some, somebody was saying, oh my God, it's the Olympics and there's not going to be anybody in the stands. Just with the athletes showing up, Japan has an explosive out, you know, growth of infections. Now, theirs is only 1,400. But that's huge for them. We're, they weren't like us doing a couple hundred thousand a day. There were a couple hundred at the peak. So I guess it's all relative to what you're willing to accept. Is If we have, let's say, 12,000 to 15,000 gun violence deaths, and I'm not getting on the gun control right now, but I'm just saying we have twelve to 15,000 a year of homicide or death for gun violence. If it was in another country, if it was 500, they flip out. Not 24 times smaller than us either. You know, half our size. And if they had one-tenth the gun violence that they would just go, oh, this is just too much. But we're just... It's all relative on how people... It's like snow in the far north part of this continent. You get a foot of snow. What's the big fucking deal? They always get snow. You get a foot of snow in Atlanta. It's a big fucking deal. <clears throat> so the Olympics... They're just letting athletes in. I couldn't imagine the magnitude of what would be going on. And Tokyo, the the horrible thing about it is Tokyo, any country country or city that hosts the Olympics, has to really audition hard for it. Now, I'm not making light of it. Tokyo didn't know. I mean... Japan didn't know that there was going to be a pandemic. They just wanted to showcase their country. the an Olympics, and it's where all the world's watching. So why not? Well, in this case, there was a pandemic. It's like doing a really good job. Now, what they do with Olympics, they show to get the Olympics. They say we have this amount of hotels that can handle the visitors. We have these venues. We have these stadiums for soccer, for f- track and field, uh, basketball courts, swim—you know—swimming pools, archery ranges, places to do kayaking and canoeing and um, crew, whatever that's called—the uh, the the boats, right? The bo- um what, what is it tech- we call a crew in uh, the United States I think whatever they call it you know the ro- row the long skinny boats on the on the lakes against each other. Boy, you know if you boil down the, some sports it kind of like you take a sharp stick, you put it in a long stick with some animal hide and you fire it at a, a target. That's a sport, you know. People make, I I know I'm going off subject here. So you have to have all these venues. You have to have places to put. uh, So you make the International Olympic Committee, and the International Olympic Committee has its own history of being corrupt, right? So they're making, just like the FIFA World Cup thing, you know they're, they're the same. What the people that are on these committees they pick to be on the international committee, Olympic committee, and they have it's a plum job, right? It's a very good job. You go, you go to places and you you know you get to check out all the cities and countries that want to audition for the Olympics, and you're trying real hard. Trying real hard. It's, oh, well, you know, you want to have it in our country. And then you, they give, you know, obviously they take care of the uh, committee, uh, the deciding committee, right? Wouldn't it make sense? Oh, there's no bribery, is there? Yeah, there's bribery. So there you go. So they audition real hard. It's like one of those high school cheerleaders that really wanted to date the quarterback. And he did it all. Promised him all sorts of things, and played up to him, and all that. And all of a sudden, find out the guy has a really bad case of herpes. You don't really want to date him anymore. The cheerleader doesn't want to date the the quarterback, the star quarterback anymore. So Tokyo committed to having. It's like having a party. I'm going to have a party for a friend, but then the friend, I'm going to invite all these people from a biker gang. I mean, a biker gang would probably just do as much damage as a bunch of infected athletes. You know, a whole whole thousands of thousands of bikers, you might as well have them, unbeknownst, you know, bringing in contagions. So... Tokyo is having second thoughts. And they just came out just when I turned on the television today. They said they're considering whether to cancel the Olympics. They're considering whether to cancel the Olympics. Now, a lot of people were suggesting before they... And I heard this. We've had these discussions. And I'm sure they had those discussions. Said, hey, listen, we may have to just skip this year and every, you know... We're going to be two years, so we're going to be getting into the next one. So they're going to have Summer Olympics and then two years later have another Summer Olympics. I mean, the Polish national team for their swim team or whatever, they they sent 23 members, I think. 23 swimmers to the Olympics. And with all the shit that's going on, the, Pol- the Polish... Uh, swimmers, they had to send six back because you're only allowed to send a contingent of 17. I don't know if that's new or a pandemic rule or something like that because I remember uh, yeah, you only have a certain amount of athletes you can send. And I guess that could be because of the Olympic Village. And they, they were trying to do that NBA bubble thing that they did when they reopened, the NBA reopened in the middle, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, they called it the bubble. And, and it was pretty successful considering how bad things got in the United States. I mean, so not as successful as Japan and South Korea in curtailing that until these big sporting events. And these big sporting events, man, that's like inviting a bunch of uh, people with fireworks into your house. You know, and just say, hey, listen, we're not going to light off these fireworks. We just brought over a bunch of fireworks and we've been drinking for a while and we're going to come into your house, but we're not going to light off these fireworks. Well, they, they're lighting up those fireworks right now. So all this stuff is going on. It's heating up here. It's heating up at the Olympics. They're talking this stuff. And here I am ready to get on a flight to Poland because things open up. And as soon as they open, up, <laughs> I mean, we were open for a long time in the United States. And you can have the discussion whether things are getting better or worse again and stuff like that. They are, you know, statistically, they're getting a little worse for the infections of the unvaccinated. But, you know, a lot of these countries waited for uh you know, waited some time and said, hey, listen, we can't wait anymore. We just want to get some of this tourist dollars. I think that's what they did while they're opening up. And people said, well, there's only a certain amount of... People are going places and they're jamming, packing the places that are available. And we need to get... You know, some countries need that currency. It's just like blood flowing through your system. You just They just need that. But if things get really bad, then they have to... Really, um, probably, and it's hard to say, it's going to be hard to say, they're going to have to reinstitute some of those rules again. It's going to suck. I mean, people think about that and they think things are going to get bad and the stock market crashed, almost crashed yesterday. Well, it crashed, dropped, what, 600 points? It's up, back, it's up again today, 500 points because there's this shit... Someone was saying, you know, a national, um, I think it was in Britain, their uh, director of national health said something or the said something about the numbers and he was a little off on the numbers or maybe he was truthful. Maybe, I mean, people, maybe there's a way, I mean, there, there is a way for people to make money when people are losing money. I don't know why people are getting all crazy about the pandemic. We went through this shit, uh, what, six months ago when it was really bad? Five, you know, five, six, yeah, seven months ago when things were really heating up? What was it? Yeah, November, December. How many of these infections and things like that? What, why all of a sudden were people freaking out? about certain things about the economy. We just have to adjust. You have to realize that there's going to be a lot of online fulfillment centers, uh, meaning there's going to be a lot of Amazon and online ordering, and the brick-and-mortar things are going to disappear. So don't invest in the chain of uh, Sears, right? Don't Sears is gone now, right? Kmart. But, you know, the growth in... Certain areas is going to be in online. And there's going to be a lot of medical. You know, medical companies will do great. Uh, It's amazing that gyms are still doing uh, about okay. I was just at the gym today. I realized that my... One of my best defense against being ill is taking care of my body. Being careful what I put into it and careful... I take care of it. I mean, last year I was had a, a little health scare with my uh, thing going on my neck. I had a uh, a growth removed on my neck. That's kind of gross, I know. It could have been. It was a neoplasm, and it's gone. It, they're worried about it becoming, you know, something serious, and they got it taken care of. And then I, but while I was taking care of that, I wasn't taking care of myself. Wasn't working out as much as I could. I wasn't watching what I was eating and my desserts and stuff like that. Yeah, I stopped drinking. But I didn't do anything to really help myself. And I realize now that I have to really defeat that procrastination that I have in me to get things done. Not just for my trip, but to get up and go to the gym, do those things. It's funny, when I get to go in the gym and I start working out, I'm working out. But if I don't go to the gym, I can definitely make a lot of reasons why I don't want to go to do that or do anything. Or do the trip, like I I wasn't going to do my trip and I realized I needed to do that for my mental health. I need to get away for a couple weeks. You know, it's just one of those things. I I I think a lot of people have to. People burn out, and it's happening in restaurants and different places. But in restaurants, we're seeing, I guess, a real revelation on how COVID really affected us. People are coming back. Restaurants, airplane travel, I'll know on there. Supposedly, the incidents, the 500% increase in disruptions on flights. 500%. That's five times. That's crazy. Do five times. You know, for someone who actually has sex, have five times the amount of sex that you always have. That's a lot of sex. Or drink the five times... You know, five, five times the amount of water you drink during a day. If you drink a couple glasses of water, see what that's like. It's says a dramatic increase, 500%. But it just seems that we're accepting it. We're just, you know, we just roll with that. It's amazing. But I will see when I go there. I'm going to be interested in travel and trying to firm up my trip up to the. Miami to the airport. I don't know if I'm gonna be driving or being driven. If I'm driving, I'd be easy, I just drive up and do off off site parking or get a ride there. So i I think I'm gonna make this a short one today. Maybe I'll do one tomorrow. I definitely won't do one Thursday. I gotta do I'm I'm have a very busy day on Thursday. Maybe I'll do one from the airport while I'm waiting to get on the flight because I plan to get there early in case there's any problems. I got to give myself a little extra time, right? So yeah, I guess the only thing I really need to do is make sure I have all my identification and stuff like that in one bag, right? I mean, really only need one bag. I mean, are we wearing for two weeks? I'll we wearing two outfits? Won't have any dress clothes, no, I see. Yeah, two outfits. The one I wear to travel and the one I put in there my carry on. Yeah, that's my routine. I carry on well obviously. You carry your your uh, shower kit and a change of clothes. In case you don't get your bag. This way you have clothes. That's it. And then if I lose the bag I get it. Almost always you get your bag back. That happened, uh that happened to us once. But I'm ready to do that. I'm ready to take a little break. Uh, I won't take a break from podcasting. I'll do it. I'm going to do it on. I'm going to probably do it on my phone, and I'll make sure I get some pictures for you. Okay, and I'll be obviously I'll be more lucid than I was the last time in Poland because I'm not drinking, and I'm just looking to just eat some decent ethnic food for for a change. Not that I, you know, we don't have decent ethnic food down here. I'm just saying, I'm you know how much how much Cuban food can you eat at one time, you know, and you get and there's you know there's not a lot of Polish or Eastern European influences here, and I guess they're not known as that, but they're only a couple hundred miles from Italy, so there should be. You would think there would be a couple Italians near, nearby, you know? For some reason, the Italian food in in Poland. Is uh, not not as uh, as extensive as they are in the United States for some reason, but they're much closer. I guess there's not as many Italian. There's more. Uh, I, I'm not going to even think of that. I'd like to thank you for listening to the show. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. Um, if you like the show, please follow us on Instagram. Uh, that's Keys Bartender on Instagram, Keys Bartender on Facebook, and Keys Bartender on Twitter. And I'll be doing a lot of posting there and things like that. And uh, if you do like it, do share the show with your friends. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening. And I'll be back in a day or two. Maybe I will do I'll probably do a show tomorrow. I'll, t- I, I'll make the promise. I'll do a show tomorrow. Not that you need it, right? I'll talk to you later. Bye.